welcome back to Classical Christian Virtues. I'm your host, Dr. Timothy Dernlin, as we journey together toward the good life by cultivating virtue and resisting vice one week at a time. The companion book to this podcast is also entitled Classical Christian Virtues. You can pick that up at Amazon.com or you can get more information at TimDernlin.com. If you head over there, please do leave me a message. I like reading those each week. Finally, Subscribe to this podcast, give it a five-star rating, pass it on to a friend, and we'll build this classical Christian virtues community together. Love you all. Let's get started. Truthfulness is our virtue of this week, and this is one of the virtues that's under attack so that all other virtues can be brought down. There's ideas that there's multiple truths, that you can follow your truth while I follow my truth, but that's simply not true. Truthfulness is a singular objective standard created by God, revealed in Christ, and something that we need to work toward becoming completely truthful in all things so that we can fully live that life of eudynomia, that virtuous life that's found only in Jesus Christ alone. So let's contemplate truthfulness this week. Truthfulness is being honest and not lying in the way you talk, act, and think. I love the idea that it's not just about speech, but it's also about actions and our thought. When our our knowledge, belief, and actions fully imbibe the good life found again in Jesus Christ. As we contemplate this good life and seek the virtue of truthfulness, we don't want to follow into the vices of excess, which is rudeness, speaking bold, brash truth that has no love in it. Again, speak the truth in love. So we don't want rudeness when we pursue truthfulness, but we don't also want the lack or deficiency of truthfulness, which is deception. Epicurus has a great quote on this. A man that seeks truth and loves it must be reckoned precious to any human society. Again, a single man that seeks truth and loves that truth must be reckoned as precious, a valuable commodity to any human society. That's true today. It was true in the day of Epicurus. It's been true throughout life. Truthfulness involves more than just the words that we say. It also requires us to take action that will cause others to understand our true motives and desired outcomes. This is scary. We don't always want other people to know us that intimately because our motives and desires are not always pure. This is a result of the fall, traced all the way back to the Garden of Eden. The virtue of truthfulness also involves thinking truthfully about ourselves and others rather than seeking to convince ourselves of wrong ideas. Seeking to uncover subtle patterns of deception or rudeness in our own lives and finding ways to move toward that golden mean of truthfulness is of great value. It's worth the effort. It's worth the risk because the reward is great, not just to ourselves, but to our community, to our society, to the body of believers in the Christian faith. 
John 8, 37 through 38, reveals Pilate's struggle with truth as he wrestles with whether or not he should turn over Jesus to be executed. In John 8, starting at verse 37, we see, Then Pilate said to him, speaking to Jesus, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born, and for the purpose, this purpose I have come to the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is in the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? After he had said this, he went back outside to the Jews and told them, I find no guilt in this man. So struggling with truth and truthfulness is common. We need to realize that it happens in the moment, in that conversation there. Can you think of places in the Bible, history, literature, or film where truth is at the core of an issue? Certainly, there's always shades and subtle versions of how we want to portray things so that we come come across in a better light. And that's from the vice of pride. Think about anything that you can reckon in your life. Can you think of someone in, in your life who's obtained the virtue of truthfulness? What about rudeness? Rudeness is being offensive or not polite. Proverbs 15.1 warns us against that in that a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Let's avoid the vice of rudeness. Let's also avoid the vice of deception, the deficiency of truthfulness. Deception is a statement or action that hides the truth and leads others to thinking wrongly. John 8.44 Again, shortly after that conversation with Pilate, we see that those who seek deception and lies are not of God, they're, they're of the devil. John 8.44 You are of your father the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and has not and, and it, I'm sorry, and has nothing to do with the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So when we lie, when we deceive, when we don't tell the truth or allow lies to be spoken, we're following the evil one, the father of lies, rather than the author of truth. Jesus, rather instructs us in John 14, verse 6. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. So Jesus shows us the way, and he is the way. He shows us truth, and he is truth. He gives us life, and he is that very life abundantly, which can be granted to us for eternity if we only put our faith and trust in Him. Let's live not by lies. Let's seek to be people of truth in overt and subtle ways. Let's be people of truth. I want to be a person of truthfulness, and I know you do too.
It is the virtue that it's connected to so many other of the virtues. Let's work on that this week. Thank you so much for joining us today. You can help build this community by subscribing to this podcast, sharing it with a friend, giving it a five-star rating, or writing a comment or review below. All four of those things really, really help. If you'd like to go deeper into this study, you can pick up Classical Christian Virtues at Amazon.com and follow along with us, answer the additional questions in your book, and dive a little deeper. While you're at it, you can pick up a copy for a friend. If you'd like to contact me directly, please go to timdernland.com and shoot me a message. I'd really like to hear from you. Until next time, may God the Father bless you and the Holy Spirit guide you as you strive to live like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by resisting vice and cultivating virtue for the good of others and the glory of God alone.